1: This is Vicki and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleague Gina from your story travel company and our North Carolina friend Margie we hope that you're all staying safe and happy and healthy this is episode 666 and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears the mousecapades podcast and I don't know if anybody else finds this ironic but it's the day after Halloween and we're recording and the episode is six 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 oh creepy you didn't
2: tell me that was the episode number we were recording i don't know if i would be here (laughs) i know i
3: think we should change the number like you know how they do with the
2: elevators like the 13th floor yeah they never have the 13th floor it (laughs) It goes from 12 to 14. that's (laughs) the name today we're
0: going to be bringing you all of the latest disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Moscafades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. And if you're looking to book a trip, one of us is going to be glad to help. You just have to text us. We've got Vicki, Gina, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-395-0544. And we'll be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your trip. So just contact us today.
1: So... Halloween was on Sunday and the Disney guests started the crazy celebration a little early on the 28th. Um, After reading the story, though, it wasn't quite as crazy. Brad said, do you know that a person just jumped in the water at the small world? (laughs) I was like, (laughs) what? Um, It was for a good reason, but still not smart. So please, if you drop your phone in the water, do not follow it into the water no matter what ride it is (laughs) it's gone have you seen that water it is nasty in there sometimes the man was stuck between the boat because he was in line to get on it's a small world he was stuck in between there trying to get his phone um there was no word uh still if he was getting charged i don't know if they just like give him the proverbial slap on the hand or whatever um but they, they said, please, if you lose anything, let the cast members get them. Re- let them retrieve it, not you. And as far as they know, nobody was hurt from the little adventure. But I was laughing because I'm just like, seriously, I thought it was going to be some really crazy story. I Why mean, would it, you go in after it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he had his whole trip's photos on there. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I, would I would probably go after, after him. <laughs>
2: I would be devastated if my phone went into the water or like flew off of a roller coaster or anything at Disney. I would be absolutely devastated. Tammy
3: left hers in the bathroom and then she realized she did and went back to get it. It was gone. She (gasps) was so freaked.
2: Did somebody turn it in?
3: Yes. They did. They gave it to her cast member and took it up to guest services. So I told her, I said, let's just go up to guest services. They probably have it and they did
2: because somebody totally stole my son's homemade peter pan ears from disney no way they never, somebody picked them up off of a trash can and never turned them in i hope if you're listening that you're enjoying these ears and my son's heart is broken because he doesn't have this peter pan ears he wasn't able to ride them on the peter pan ride he wasn't able to sp- to wear them when we saw Peter Pan in the cavalcade. I was devastated. I was so sad all day. Aww, so no sad. You didn't tell us that in your trip report. Uh, maybe because I like to forget it. One time when we went to <laughs> Disney. It was a non magical part. Yeah, because one time when we went to Disney, the housekeeping accidentally took my daughter's homemade quilt that I made for her when she was oh, a baby. Yeah. And we have yet to ever see that again. And then his ears got stolen, and Margie tried to erase
0: it from her memory. Now she's reliving it, and it's hurting her. I can see see the pain. (laughs) Okay, we'll move on. So apparently a note was put out prior to Thursday, October 28th to notify neighbors of Disney World and Magic Kingdom Resort guests that they're going to be testing fireworks at 11 p.m. and 12 a.m. I was there at this time and I was at one of these resorts, I did not get any such note. Um, So the Magic Kingdom closed at 9 p.m. and guests are guessing that Disney was uh, was practicing for the Christmas party fireworks Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks. If I had gotten this note, then I would have been outside watching. Yeah, totally. Instead, I was up at midnight wondering what that loud noise was that just woke me up. And I kept thinking, I didn't think they were doing Halloween fireworks. I'm so confused right now. I haven't heard them any other night. So I would have been running outside in my pajamas had I known that, but meh, oh well. So, People, though, who were staying at the Grand Floridian, the Polynesian, and the the Contemporary or Wilderness Lodge could have possibly seen two or three sets of fireworks on Thursday, so that would have been pretty magical. Instead, I was in bed getting grumpy about these (laughs) weird fireworks that at first I thought were maybe just thunder or something.
1: That's funny. So Margie thought this was fake news.
2: Sounds like fake news, but
1: it's not. Excited that it's not
2: fake news. <laughs> um, in just 24 hours, a petition to fire Bob Paycheck I mean, sorry, Chapek. <laughs> 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 Brad got
1: everybody saying that. <laughs> That's who Brad was last night for Halloween. No, no way, he really. Was. Was. <laughs> he wore his, oh my ear, his
2: 50th polo. That's hilarious!
0: That's awesome. I love it.
2: Um, went So the petition to fire Bob went from about a 1,000 signatures to 30,000 signatures. You can find this petition on change.org in case you want to sign it as well. While the petition's justifications aren't completely clear and not everyone agrees with most of the statement, it's clear that there is a resentment of JPEC and his regime's policies The petition accuses that Chapek has consistently put himself and money above the product and quality of the company. The petition also discusses poor maintenance at the parks, claiming that Chapek has put his attention on Disney Plus as the current big moneymaker. Recently, we learned that Chapek's decision to relocate the vast majority of Walt Disney imagineer, Imagineering, sorry to Lake Nona, Florida, has also caused a severe drop in morale with many Imagineers choosing to leave the company, that's sad, <laughs> rather than uproot the lives they've built in California. So neither Disney nor JPEC has responded to the petition, so but what do you girls think about it? I mean, if they keep it going, I,
3: I think it's going to be like the Ohana noodles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? You think so? You think that the position would be enough to get rid of them? I think it would if it gets to the board.
1: You know, if the vote, if the board votes on it. Even though that cast member told us that really Josh Tomorrow makes the big decisions. Mm-hmm, but right. in any company, the CEO always knows what's going on. And they have the right to say, no, we're you not doing it. this. Or, yes, we are. And Gina's going to report on something that just confirms part of what Margie just said. I just think that so
2: much, so much of the magic is disappearing. Right. From Disney. And I don't want to say that because I don't want to like keep people from going because it is still so magical. It really, truly is. But it used to be more. It used to be more. And I just feel like so much of it is like going away. And even like, I don't follow Bob Chapek very well. Like I don't follow anything very much, but um I just like when he was up there talking before Enchantment was going for the first time, like I felt no inspiration from him. Like when I listened when I listened to like speeches that Walt Disney gave, or when I listened to speeches of other CEOs. Michael Eisner. Yes, like Michael Eisner, like, are you kidding me? Like he like put so much inspiration and so much magic. And like, and when I listened to Bob Chapek, I was even like Bob Iger, like I listened to him. He spoke too before Enchantment started. And I could feel a little bit more Right. Of the magic from him, and then it went to Bob Chapek, and I was like, "Well, you just don't sound excited to be here. Like, I don't know." It's completely a
3: job for him. It's not like it seems like all the other CEOs, like they took it to heart. Like they were just like we were with Disney. It's a magical place. We want to share
2: that. I'm like, does Bob Chapek even like Disney? I don't know. Like I don't know. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> Does he take his children there? I don't know. Does he have children? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> right, we don't know anything. And I don't know who's in charge of like, I mean, obviously he's the CEO, but I don't know. It just seems like so much of the magic is disappearing. And,
3: and it seems like the cast members are not happy either. Mm-hmm. I agree with you guys completely on that. I just
0: wonder if Petition's really going to do it because he's the CEO, but I feel like, a lot of the higher-up people are right there with with him in the, like, just greed. And so many people yeah. are just so greedy. I don't think he's the only greedy one. Right. They're just like, money, 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 money. I don't care about your experience. I don't care about anything else. I just want more money. How can I get more money from you? How can I suck more from you?
3: And I don't think he's the only one. That's the problem is, is that they're, they're doing this, but they're keeping families like ours that are hardworking, middle-class, from being able to afford it. It's, it's a, you know, I, I mean, I remember the first time my family went, it was it was $3,500.
2: That wasn't a murder for a week. And I do understand like crowd control, like you can't make it so inexpensive that the whole world is there and then you don't get to do anything while you're there because there's so many people, but it just seems like they're even, they're pricing out even the high middle class Mm -hmm. like it's only for rich people now like that's a rich person vacation or or it's a once in a lifetime vacation that you have saved up for
1: exactly and i may or may not have already told you this but santa claus three kaylee's like said it's like when martin short takes over and turns santa claus land into a destination rather than this thing for kids just to imagine and and starts charging people to come to the North Pole, and charging for this and charging more money for presents depending on who you were. Or what you know, everything was a charge. And she's like, "That was a joke in a movie, but I feel like Disney's becoming real <laughs> yeah. life."
2: Yeah. No, for real. That's a good yeah.
1: like comparison.
3: All right, so let's move on to more about Bob paycheck.
2: Bob paycheck. <laughs>
3: November 12th is going to be known as Disney Plus Day, according to Bob. So Disney Plus and VV are joining forces to create a new series in the NFT collection named Golden Moments. It will contain ultra rare digital collectibles. This series of Golden Moments collectibles will be digital gold statues inspired by stories and monuments from Disney Pixar, Marvel and Star Wars as any as an add-on bonus sorry every customer in select and since you can't see me I am doing the air quotes um, in select markets who first purchase an FT and FT sorry I cannot talk today from the Golden Moments collection will also receive three months of Disney Plus, courtesy of Vivi. While those customers who first purchase the special ultra rare digital collectible on Disney Plus Day, will receive a 12 month subscription. The day will focus on both US and international markets as Disney Plus continues to expand globally this year. JPEG also noted that the Direct to consumer department, which includes Disney Plus, is the company's top priority. There you go.
1: That was a direct quote.
2: Direct quote.
1: That's horrible. But again, that's something else you have to pay extra for, and we are we already pay a monthly
2: subscription. <sighs> money, 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 money. Go really quick. Going back to. Um, uh, paycheck well not really going back because we're we're still talking about him um but <laughs> have <still> you guys <laughs> roasting him have you guys seen that video that's gone viral about um the the inflation with walt disney world or like it compared inflation with walt disney world tickets gasoline rent and wages have y'all seen that video huh so Um, Since 1971, since Walt Disney World opened till 1996, we're at a thousand percent inflation. 2007, it was at 1,500 percent inflation for Disney (laughs) tickets. Oh Jeez. 3,442 percent inflation on Walt Disney World ticket prices
3: so do you think that maybe it's because we are still paying that
2: yes we are still paying the petition should be going out there to say do not pay these prices if we just like did a little like i don't know what's it called what is it called yeah. a, strike? a strike yes we're gonna go to newsies time we're gonna strike like <laughs> if people wouldn't pay 200 dollars to go to the halloween after hour thing right then the prices would go down. Like, if people were going to pay these prices. I mean, if people were going to pay $50 for a Starbucks Tumblr, maybe, yeah. possibly, the price would go down. And they're like, oh, wait, people aren't going to pay this.
3: For the $75 for a spirit jersey, which I still do not understand that. Yes, it's just
2: like... And yes, I paid it. I'm sorry. See, that's why. That's why they keep going up. It's just insane. And like people just stop paying it. Like I just saw a TikTok of like somebody, people were just taking those Starbucks tumblers. They didn't even know what they were getting. They just knew everybody was wanting it. And so they went and bought it. And I was just like, well, I don't know. It's just frustrating stop the madness i have a love hate relationship with disney i'm not gonna lie
1: same so i'm gonna t- switch over to something that makes me happy <laughs>
2: let's do it
1: uh we told you a couple of months ago that the gingerbread homes were coming our houses were coming back to disney world disney released where they were going to be at so people knew if they were coming during this these upcoming months so disney's grand floridians life-size gingerbread house with cinnamon clouds puffing from the chimney that's decorated with white chocolate candy canes, edible snowflakes, and sugar poinsettias. They also sell treats, homemade treats, including shingles of what they use, gingerbread shingles, like what they have on the roof of that house, and gingerbread ornaments. They will be at the Grand Floridian from November 10th through January 1st. And if you've never been there at the holidays, you probably don't know that there is a photographer on hand to take family pictures are, you know, with the memory maker that we were talking about in front of the Christmas tree while they will also take your picture in front of that life size gingerbread house, which makes a really cute picture. Disney's Beach Club Resort has its life size spinning carousel. I know if you listen to the show at any amount of time, you probably heard me talk about it. Um, it's the holiday tradition for the Beach Club. The Little Mermaid is their theme this year with hand painted holiday characters, handcrafted gingerbread shingles and fondant snowflake.
2: I'm so excited.
1: And also, you don't want to forget to go over to the Yacht Club lobby and see they have an, a little holiday village with the miniature train in it. That's from November 1st. So today we're recording on November 1st, if you didn't know that. Through January 2nd, you can see the train. And then the last but not least is the Epcot's gingerbread creation at the American Adventure Rotunda in Epcot. The American Adventure gingerbread display um, this time is going to have the Lincoln Memorial and the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial in miniature versions. Um, I believe last year was the White House. I was trying to remember, oh, I didn't get to go to the parks last year. That was the year before. And the American Adventure Building, this is in honor of our during the Epcot Festival Holiday Kitchen from November 26th through December the 30th. I'm super excited because I've told my mom about this every year and I hope I get to show it to her this year.
2: So the Wilderness Lodge one is not coming back or have they just not announced it that it will be back? They didn't announce it. And they used to
1: have um, something gingerbread at contemporary, but it changed from year to year. They had a
2: big, um, it it looked like Cinderella's It was a very modern take on Cinderella's castle. Um, It was just, it was really beautiful. Um, But I was just reading that they don't know if it's coming back because of construction at the Contemporary. Yeah, they didn't get done as quickly as they thought. That one has not been announced yet either, but if it does come back, it'll be there. I love the Grand Floridian one, that's my favorite. But I am glad that the Grand Floridian one is back. I'm super excited about Little Mermaid because it's one of my favorite movies. And actually, I didn't know this, but the Wilderness Lodge one was debuted in 2019. And actually that was the first year that we went to go see them (laughs) was 2019. So I just thought that it had always been there, Um, but they're hoping that it'll come back, but they haven't said if it will or not. Humphreys the Bears gingerbread cabin. Well, I
0: have a little bit of Fort Wilderness lodge christmas magic that's still going to be happening they've got some holiday sleigh rides that are coming to disney's fort wilderness lodge oh that's fun! Uh, and it's happening december 1st this sounds amazing i would definitely do this if i was here um, during this time let's see we have guests who can enjoy the horse drawn sleigh ride through the woodlands of disney's fort wilderness resort The sleigh rides are available on select nights through the month of December. Each carriage fits up to four adults or two adults and three small children. One trip is 25 minutes and guests board the sleigh at the Tri Circle D Ranch barn near the settlement bus depot. A sleigh ride costs $75. Reservations are of course strongly encouraged. And I just think that would be such a magical way to celebrate Christmas while
3: celebrating Disney World. You know what it needs? It needs fake snow. Yeah. Oh,
2: for sure. It needs
3: the, what is that called? Snow.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah. And this is at the Fort Wilderness, which is div- different from Wilderness Lodge. Correct.
0: Okay. Oh, oh, yes. I said Fort Wilderness. Lodge. It is Fort Wilderness
2: it's, Resort. It is. Yeah. But it's different than where the than gingerbread. Lodge. Yes. Correct. Little cabin would be. Yes. Okay, the union representing cast members at Disneyland, Teamsters Local 495 provided an update on the ongoing negotiations over wage increases. The union is fighting for a $17 per hour wage to match the wages of other local employers. Makes sense. Disney's current offer is a 3%, so 46 cents raise on the current starting wage of 1550. Most employees in Anaheim receive $17 an hour, which is below what the Disneyland cast members are making. And that is all that they are asking is to make as much as others are getting. The most we- recent wage negotiations were made in 2018 with gradual increases leading to the $15 wage effective in 2020.
3: I understand where they're coming from because that's all I got
1: was a 3% raise.
3: And I didn't even get a pay raise last year.
1: We've been frozen for a while, so.
3: I mean... I feel their pain.
2: (sighs) Yep. Like, where's all the money going that we're paying extra to do things? Like, why can't it go to the... Cast members.
1: <laughs> That's going to be nice. I was going to say it,
3: but I think you know where I was going with that.
1: I just want to know if other people are taking a pay cut. Are they making less than
2: normal? Probably not. Higher up? I would say they're not. Am I the drama? That's a TikTok sound. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Is it me? Am I the villain? I'm not the villain. Sorry. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So in September,
3: we heard about the brawl that was on the ferry boat, okay? So this week's story is actually about a story that was released, um, another fight aboard a Magic Kingdom ferry on its way to the Ticket and Transportation Center. But this was in July, okay? It seems that a large number of guests were exiting the Magic Kingdom after the fireworks and boarding one of the ferries. As usual, the cast members were asking the guests to fill in all the available spaces so they could get as many guests as possible on the ferry. Um, a Tennessee woman, Ashley, what did you do? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> a Tennessee woman with a stroller was one of the guests. She ran the woman from Chicago in the back of the legs, trying to push her along.
2: So she did it on purpose. Yes, yeah,
3: she did it on purpose. It was not an
2: accident, okay.
3: No. The lady from Chicago said that she was sorry for being in the Tennessee woman's way, to which the Tennessee woman replied, just get out of the way. Rude. So the Tennessee woman rammed the Chicago woman again, and the Chicago woman's daughter asked her not to ram her mother with the stroller, to which the Tennessee woman said, you can move out of my way, too. And then she elbowed the Chicago woman's daughter into another guest. A bystander said that elbows began to fly, including the Tennessee woman's husbands. Oh, my gosh. Um, Authorities were called, and both sets of people were interviewed in the Magic Kingdom security office. The Tennessee family wanted to press charges against the Chicago family. Really? I know. And the Tennessee man had a few racial slurs to throw around wow the back and forth went on between the two families until the police said that he knew that temperatures were hot and guests were tired from their long day at the magic kingdom but if they both pressed charges he um, he would be he would be arresting all four people and taking them to jail the tennessee man apologized and both parties agreed not to press charges. They left Disney World that evening as if nothing ever happened. Oh
1: my gosh. Ashley and Tim, really, Uh, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. kidding. (laughs) Ghetto, ghetto. It was crazy. This was a really long back and forth, back and forth, back and forth kind of story.
2: I hope somebody has that on video on TikTok using the ghetto sound. Oh my gosh, my life is ruled by TikTok, I'm sorry.
3: Same. I just don't make as many videos as you do, because I don't have the time, but I watch him.
1: I know you crack me up. Nobody said anything about that video, but holy smokes.
3: I would expect, if, if so, I would if I was a Chicago woman and that woman ran me in the back of the legs with the stroller and I turned around, I would be expecting the Tennessee woman to say, oh, I'm so sorry, you know?
1: She ran them again. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So, more drama. Guests riding the Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland, this time on Halloween night, got a trick rather than a treat. The popular attraction broke down for nearly 90 minutes, and according to a report in the Orange County Register, the cast members had to wade in the water to push the loaded boats to an evacuation point. The (laughs) cast members had to put on neoprene waders to enter the water. And the unplanned downtime happened at approximately about six o'clock at night, which, you know, is right in the heart of Halloween. After trying to restart the ride system for 30 minutes, the evacuation began. The Orange County Register also reported that Disneyland Fire Department assisted with this evacuation, and after exiting backstage, guests were given 2 Max Pass MaxPass-style passes for any attraction except Star Wars, Rise of the Resistance, and Haunted Mansion Holiday. Now, that's not fair. Why didn't they give them one of those?
2: Right? <laughs> Why what would it have hurt to get them a max pass to wherever they wanted to go? Like, what would it have hurt?
1: Because they wouldn't have been making that money. Well, they haven't started charging yet. Oh, at Disneyland they haven't? No, they haven't started because that's what I was talking about. Our counselor was telling me um when she was writing to ask should I ride this or this? And I told her to ride Rise. Um, she said something about the time said that it was 45 minutes and we didn't wait over 20 minutes for any ride. Why would they do that? And I said, you would do that if you were padding the times so that people would want to buy Genie Plus. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what? I don't know anything about this. I said, yeah, you don't want to. And she goes, no, no, I want to now. Then I told her and she goes, that just burns my butt.
3: Well, I, look, at, look at how long they said that it was to get on Flight of Passage. They said it was, what, 70 minutes? Mm-hmm. And we weren't were we are in
2: line maybe forty minutes. Forty minutes is a per like that's a good time to wait for a flight of passage. Yeah.
1: Especially when you're in that nice cool air conditioning. Yeah.
2: yeah. And the queue goes so fast. And like, it's so
1: beautiful. I mean every time you look somewhere,
3: it's something different. And there's yeah. so
2: much to look at. And then you go into that laboratory and you look at all that stuff and but oh my gosh, like what? I just don't understand. Why they wouldn't give them a max pass to any attraction? I mean, I guess Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance has you still have to get a boarding pass for that. Well, maybe all of the boarding passes were pretty much
0: gone, so they couldn't give them out. I don't but know. But like,
2: how many guests are we talking about that are on a ride at private are being on Pirates that are stopped? Like, it's not like 300. I mean, it's not that many that are on the actual ride. Maybe it is 300. I don't know. Maybe it is, yeah. I don't know how many they can get on a boat. But anyways, even if it is 300, like, who cares? They're not all going to go to Rise all at the exact same time. You need to listen to
1: Friday's show and what Walt did for the people.
2: (laughs) I'm going to. I'm going to listen to it. Walt would have, like, walked them over to Rise and, like, taken them on it. And he would have gone on it with them.
1: No, it will really burn your butt. (laughs) Burn your butt. I like that term.
0: So Minnie's Hollywood and Dine is back at Hollywood and Vine. Minnie's dinner parties will begin tomorrow, which is the day that you're listening to this. That will be November 4th. And it'll run through January 3rd of 2022. Guests will be able to deck the halls and spread some holiday joy with Minnie, Mickey, Pluto and Santa Goofy and greet guests while they eat so how fun is that that you have all of these cute little holiday costumes on the characters and a Santa Goofy I absolutely love that idea of course this is going to be the socially distanced style where you can have those socially distanced photos taken with Minnie and her friends Minnie promises that you will have a magical holiday experience so the social distance style is where they come around your table and you can stand up and turn around and take a picture, but you're supposed to maintain that six feet. Like, there's no going up and hugging and greeting and all of that. It's just they kind of stop by your table, close to your table and wave. And they, they like, stand in the middle of four tables, basically, and wave to each of those tables. Slowly, Disney will be converting the parks and resorts over from fall to Christmas decorations, this week, guest it, some holiday overlays on the Living with the Landwide. As you probably know, it takes an army of cast members to decorate all of Disney World. There's so many decorations that go up, so slowly things will be changing over. I know some people are anti, like you have to wait and wait and wait for this change to happen, but Disney can't. They can't just snap their fingers and make this happen overnight.
3: I like that TikTok trend where they're doing the Halloween music and showing the Halloween decorations and then the next day it's Christmas.
1: Well, Kaylee lives and breathes by the uh, Disney plan of Christmas decorating. Oh, yeah. It's November 1st now, so she thinks it's good enough for Disney. It's good enough for her. I I mean, we've been
2: celebrating Halloween since August at Disney. So, of course, they're going to do Christmas starting November 1st.
1: I did see some tweets today that uh, some Christmas decorations were found on Main Street today.
2: Hollywood
3: Studios um, on the 29th was starting to put some of their Christmas balls out in in the water. Oh, yeah. I did see that.
2: Shanghai Disneyland was closing temporarily and testing all guests exiting the park after a guest tested positive for COVID-19 upon returning home. Can you imagine Walt Disney World doing that? Keep going, because I got more to add to this, but I found out today. My goodness. We now know that the park and Disney Town will officially remain closed for the next two days, November 1st and November 2nd. Guests and cast members leaving the resort on October 31st were required to take a nucleic acid COVID-19 test, and were to take another test 24 hours later. During this time, they are not to leave their homes in compliance with the Chinese CDC's regulations. Afterwards, they are encouraged to monitor their health and take further follow-up tests for the next 12 days. Depending on test results, Shanghai Disneyland and Disney Town may remain closed for longer. We will keep you updated, but this does make us worry a little since we are only days away from international travel returning. It's so true.
1: So they updated it today. It took them. They literally locked the guests in the park when they found out and they didn't get to leave until they had been tested and it took until midnight to test every guest that was in the park. Wow. And then they sent them home with these restrictions.
0: Oh my
2: goodness, that's crazy. People don't even report right, here in America if they tested positive after returning home from Disney.
0: And if they did report it, they wouldn't do anything about it. There is no, no way they're doing any sort of contract tracing. Right, and there's, and there's
3: no guarantee that the people that were in the park with you are still at the park. So what, yeah. that kind of defeats the purpose of testing everybody in the park. Wow. Yeah,
1: that's true too. I definitely think that maybe we need to rethink the international travel, only because it's true. It's cold and flu season. Like you nope. just said, I'm getting a cold. I don't want to start another pandemic. Please, I don't want to go back.
3: I mean, I just walked into Kroger's and I put a mask on, even though I'm vaccinated and I know it's not COVID. It's just a cold. But
1: I don't want other people to think that, you right. know. And I don't want to give anybody else my cold. Yeah, you should have seen the looks we got this at Silver Dollar City. We are one of the very few people. We went to a concert and we were one of the very few people with it on. Yeah. Kaylee's like, there was a lady from Chicago and she goes, good maskers. I just got yelled at. And she said, I told a man he was in my bubble. (laughs) And he said, what are you talking about? And she said, I told him six feet. And he was like telling her she was crazy. Well, at
3: my kids school uh, starting Wednesday, because they're on their like off for election day uh, today and tomorrow and uh when they get back to school on Wednesday they no longer have to wear masks it's optional why can't we start that
2: in the spring
3: right (laughs) I know kind of that's kind of what I thought so my
0: kids have had a lingering cough and have been to the doctor twice. We've been tested for COVID, for RSV, for strep, for everything. They're on antibiotics for like, oh, maybe it's sinus infection. Nobody has any idea why their cough won't go away. Poor little Teddy's got an inhaler. Like we've got the whole nine yards, but this cough won't go away. So we were at Disney and they, the cough is lingering. Oh my goodness. Every time that my kids coughed, looking at the people around me, like, they were just so, everybody's faces were just disgusted by us and like freaked out by us. It was like we had leprosy or something. Like people were grabbing their kids and running
2: and I'm like, oh my gosh, do you think I would like, come on people. Did you get the lines to be shorter that way though? Like <laughs> people like leave the line, we're like, go ahead, go ahead. Eddie, keep coughing. Keep coughing. (laughs) I had a sinus infection in February when I
3: went and I had that cough. It was just lingering and I couldn't get rid of it. And I would like severely medicate myself so I'd not cough because if I start coughing, people would look at me like I was like, stay away from me. So I did, I've medicated
2: myself the whole time. My son has that cough too, Stephanie.
3: Stop staring
0: like, like yeah. that. Like, remember when you used to say like, oh, you poor thing, or you are right," And now you're like, oh, like people would even say, right. oh, like, oh, oh gosh. And I'm like, come on, like he is a oh child and gosh. doesn't know how to clear the mucus out of his right. throat. Like, right. I am sorry baby. he has a cough, but he is not like they, we have been cleared by the doctors twice to go on this trip okay
3: well but that was the problem is people wouldn't clear get clear to go and they would just go and spread it to everybody it's the problem
0: and i i get it like if there's part of me that gets it who's like okay like you're nervous you don't know me right but then i was like but remember when you used to be like just nice to people and trust <laughs> people's judgment like not like to try anymore. to not get you sick i don't know Like, we're wearing our mask. (laughs) Let's
3: move on to a little bit of different news. (laughs) So in Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom, construction continues on attractions as a path is cleared for the Walt Disney World Railroad beneath Tron light cycle run. It seems a lot of progress is being made. The Tron has been painted mostly white. Red safety netting has been placed around the top two levels. Uh, Crews have been installing wiring for the illuminated canopy. Beneath the coaster track, a rebar-covered bridge for the Walt Disney World Railroad Tunnel has been cleared. The railroad's closure was officially extended into January 2022, but will likely last a little bit longer. New track will be installed going under the coaster and around tomorrowland so disneyland still has not given an opening date for tron as of
1: yet when we hear we will let you know but i thought that was cool because i don't think maybe you guys heard but i had not heard that the train is going to go under the ride
2: that's super cool
1: but i did know about the red
3: safety netting Uh i i saw that when we were there
2: well, that's good I'm news. I'm just like super excited for Tron.
3: I can't wait for this stuff to open. <laughs> that and I'm excited for Guardians of the Galaxy
0: over mm-hmm. in
1: Ugh. Epcot. Which will open first. Dun, dun, dun.
0: I'm excited for Epcot to look normal again. It's annoying to walk around
3: Epcot. It is. And then it's like, you have to like hike, like literally mm-hmm. to get around
1: these stinking walls. It's like mice with cheese trying to find it. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly.
0: Like you're in a maze.
1: So, Tokyo Disneyland is talking about the paid fast pass and the return of the annual passes. Both issues were brought up, the company's shareholder to the newly inducted Ku Kenji Yoshida. Um, the two issues were brought up separately, with one shareholder asking first about the paid fast pass. An issue that was floated during last year's quarter three 2020 earnings report by the Oriental Land Company as a potential new source of revenue. When asked if the introduction of the paid fast pass service was possible, Yoshida answered, We are considering new ways of making the guest experience a new source of revenue, and we are continuing to consider the timing and form of implementation for these revenue sources end quote. While this is, of course, isn't an outright admission that some sort of Disney Genie or Disney Premier Access Service is going to come to that resort, it seems like we shouldn't be surprised if it does happen in the future. The Oriental Land Company made it abundantly clear in quarter two 2021 That they aim to increase net spending per guest by finding new ways to monetize the guest experience at Tokyo Disney Resort. Additionally, when asked about the return of the annual fast pass, I mean annual passes, an issue hot on the minds of many fans and shareholders at Tokyo Disney, Disney Resort remains the only Disney park with an annual pass at present. Yoshida said the introduction of annual passports and other discounted tickets will continue to be considered depending on external and internal operating conditions. With the report only just lifting from nearly nine months of extremely strict 5,000 guests per day attendance, it may still be some time before they reintroduce the annual passes, judging by the external factors alone. Now, interestingly enough, because we were on vacation, and trust me, our Stuff was spotty. Brad and I talked about Disneyland Tokyo decided to do a Halloween thing for the first time, and that's what gave me the idea for Friday show because it was the first time ever they charged and had the people come in two hours mm. before everybody else. But they didn't feel like they got anything for worth the money? amount of money that they did, and they were really blowing it up on social media. So I. When I saw this, I was like, hmm, I wonder if they're going to do that now because it seems like citizens of Tokyo aren't going to buy into it or it didn't sound like it based on the fact that they were felt like they were really let down. They got to go in the park two hours early. Some of the stuff wasn't open. One of the restaurants wasn't open that they were promised. It was not good. And the snacks weren't that great, right? Right. Mm. So
0: step it up, step it up. So I've got some exciting news. For the first time since October of 2019, the Halloween golf cart parade return to Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Um, it was canceled last year, which was kind of surprising to me because being in a golf cart, like you're able to get your distance from people, and I don't. I, from the videos I've seen, people aren't like super crowded watching the golf carts go by. So I was kind of surprised that this of all things got canceled, but I think they were just kind of canceling everything. So, um, so the parade, um, they do this as well, 4th of July and Christmas. The Halloween version brings the spookiest golf cart floats. So you decorate your golf cart as a float um, and you parade it around. Some of the favorite golf cart floats, and there was a ton. If you haven't seen the pictures, look them up. They're adorable. People are so creative. I just love it. There was a dinosaur cart sporting a 50th anniversary sign, a 50s Coca-Cola float, the camper mover, so cute paying tribute to the people mover moana and maui float of them sailing across the sea to find the heart of tafiki um there was woody driving a pizza planet truck and then there was a rise of the resistance ride a solo vehicle with the code 2319 on it as the child detection agents drove the cart there was a dumbo float with dumbo dressed up as captain america and then there was a hitchhiking ghost float in honor of the Haunted Mansion. So definitely go look at these pictures. The floats are incredible. I wonder where people find the time
3: to do that. I love the Moana one. That one's my favorite. That were the Haunted Mansion one. I'm, I'm, I I'm. guess these have to be like people who are from Florida because like, how would you- Or the ones that stay there all the time. I mean, yeah. there are some, some families that do stay there. Yeah, it's got to be
0: it has to be people who are able to get all of those supplies in because you have to make a
2: lot of that at home and bring right. it
0: with you and there's no way you can put that on a plane
2: like the pirate ship one the pirate ship one's amazing like how do they even make these
3: isn't it awesome <laughs> i know they're so creative
2: yeah like you don't even know that it's a golf cart anymore that's crazy
3: all right so we have some attractions and resorts that are going to be closed in disney world during november some of them we have mentioned previously but some of them may be new to you so mickey's fill her magic at magic kingdom is currently closed to add the cocoa scene and will reopen on november 12th as we mentioned earlier in the podcast walt disney world railroad will remain closed until january 2022 at Disney's Animal Kingdom on Monday, November first, their
2: train closed for an extended refurbishment. Is this the train out to Rafiki's watch? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So nobody can go out to Rafiki's watch right now.
1: I guess if you hike. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, nope. <laughs> That's a long hike.
3: Disney's Animal Kingdom ride, Kelly River rapids will be closed throughout the month of november and the remainder of this year for its annual refurbishment all-star sports will set to finally reopen since the pandemic but disney extended this resort closing due to some much needed refurbishment
2: they haven't been able to refurbish it this whole time while they were closed (laughs) i know right (laughs) they just found some money they just were like oh wait this really to be refurbished. We didn't realize it until just now. Just now. That's it's not right when they realize. just realized it. They just
1: earned the money during the boo, well, yeah. boo bash. and the Disney uh, Plus. Disney and the genie Disney genie, Plus. yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> While Port
3: of Orleans Riverside reopened, the Boat Rights Dining Hall did not reopen, but cast members seem to think it will be reopened sometime in December. I love that place. That's a good place.
2: Where are people eating? Port of Orleans. Port of Orleans. They're yeah. pretty
3: close
1: to Disney Springs, right?
3: Yeah. And then also, I think they're because there's a quick service there. Oh, okay. That's not part of boat right in boat right. So it's is boat sit right, right? Like
2: the sit the sit down restaurant. I there think so. Port of Orleans. Yeah. Okay. I was like, they don't have their cafeteria type place open, but they do. Okay.
1: Pizza delivery.
2: <laughs> I'm like. What are they doing for breakfast? Because Disney Springs is not open for breakfast. Either you know, my kids wanted to walk
3: all the way down to that double-decker McDonald's for all-star music. I'm like, no,
1: we're on vacation. <laughs> we're not going to McDonald's. We have done that. Joey's done it, and so is Nick. Mhm.
2: But you can still get the Mickey beignets from Porter of Orleans right now. Uh, French Porter. Yeah, French, French Porter. Porter. Okay. Cause it's the only place to get mickey shaped beignets i'm excited to go there in december okay star wars galactic star cruiser dun, dun, dun. Oh, yeah. an immersive two-night experience sets off on its maiden voyage in march 2022 <laughs> preparations are underway and cast members from across walt disney world are being recruited Could you imagine? I would want to do that. I'm sure. Cast members were excited to find out that they have been recruited for this awesome adventure. General Manager Jerome Smith visited two cast members at work to bring them the good news. General bookings are now open for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Who's going? Who is setting off for a journey?
1: Not me. (laughs) I couldn't afford it. I need to win the lottery first. We want to go
2: so bad.
1: We want to go. I'm afraid Andrew wouldn't be able to
3: fit in them beds. <laughs> He'd have his <laughs> legs wrapped around his neck.
1: Here's what you need to think about, though, Margie. How much longer of a trip could you go on if you didn't do that tonight United? Well, again?
2: we're going to go with just our boys, which is Jackson and Sammy, and send Eleanor and Benjamin off somewhere, I don't know, maybe into the field. Who cares? Who knows? But we're going to do one with just the boys. So it won't be all six of us, but it's been Andrew's dream for since they announced it. We're going. We're doing it. I just don't know when. It will be a surprise to you all. Well, thank you, Margie and
1: Gina, for joining us this week for Rumors and News. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, you can email us at Mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com, or you can text us at 636-395-0544. If you'd like to book a trip or just want a free quote, you can text us, Stephanie, Gina, or myself, Vicky, at 636-395-0544. Just a reminder that a $200 deposit can hold your reservation. And be sure to listen to Friday's show,
0: where Vicky will be talking uh, with Miranda and her husband, Zach, about their most recent trip to Disneyland. You won't want to miss it. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. See you real soon. Adventures out there. Have a magical day, my friends.